Welcome to The Hitch, week eight. Hi. We're home. We're in the basement. It's day 52. 52, last day. Last day. Pew, pew, pew. And those were the fireworks going on. (laughs) (sighs) As is always, it's an exhausting day. Yeah, you know what though? It felt but pretty good today. I was gonna say, I think this was our burst. Our, our burst. Yeah, I'm doing our burst, great. Yeah. Our, I'm doing great. Our best last day yet. I, I would, would say. agree. Yeah, we completely. were in good shape. In fact, um, even though we still had a bunch of cleaning and packing up the car to do this morning, because we like to pack everything from the trailer into the car. Before we hitch up and bring Evangeline to storage, just so that when we're at storage, we can just like kind of drop and go. And um, usually that's just a chaotic mess and really stressful. Yeah, we're running it's so stressful. down to the wire. We had done a fair amount of it yesterday, like we, last yeah, night. Definitely. And then, but for whatever reason, we were just kind of on it this morning and got everything in and got hitched up and left at 11 exactly. Checkout was at 11, and we pulled out, and you looked at the clock, and it was 11.00. I know. That doesn't usually happen. No. Like, certainly not on the last day. Usually one of us is running over to the office, like, Begging asking if we can <laughs> if we could stay an extra hour or something. But, um, yeah, no, we left at 11. We even packed lunches ahead of time, so we could yeah. kind of eat lunch on the way. And then, I mean, we only had a 45-minute drive. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think we talked about this last night, the big reason why we start and end at that La Salle, Peru place is because it is so close to the, so close to the the storage place. And that's just nice. It's really nice, especially when you have a lot of cleaning and packing and all of that to do. To just have an easy drive. And the other thing about the drive that's nice is it's completely off the interstate, just on these back highways that are straight and big and big enough and uh, just lined with cornfields. Like, and this time of year, the corn is so high. It's like 10 feet high. Yeah. Our, uh, our teenager stood next to it last night because there's corn right across the street from the campsite. When we took the dog out, he stood next to it, and he is six feet tall. Yeah. It was towering over him. It had to yeah. have been at least 10 feet tall. Yeah, and it's like, okay, we're back in the Midwest. Yeah, <laughs> I just said that. I was lines like, of corn. And it's really beautiful. Like, today it is. was a really beautiful day with blue sky with little, like, you know, puffy Mario clouds. Yeah, and, it's like um, 70 something degrees so it was a beautiful temperature yeah and you're just driving down these quiet country roads with corn and red barns and i think i said to you i was like oh it kind of feels like this drive is like oh see the midwest can be beautiful too yeah exactly in its own midwestern way definitely and it's just nice not to have to navigate the interstate and things like that a lot of traffic and just quietly pop over to the um to the storage place yeah where um this is our second time coming into mm-hmm. the storage place in the summer. Last summer, it was new to us. So, you know, it was a little bit nervous last summer. Like, yeah. How does this work and all of that? But the best thing about the storage place is that you just 
put your trailer down and they bring a tractor up and go park it. They park it using a tractor. So it's easier for everybody. And uh, it is the greatest thing because it is hard to get into storage spaces. They tend to be really tight, much tighter than campsites. Oh, yeah. So you have to be very skilled backer upper to get them in. And while I've gotten better, uh, I still will skip a back end anytime I can. Oh, and yeah. especially into storage. Yeah. We, the first few years, we, it would take us like hours. It would take so long. And you were already so tired oh, from the drive. Oh, so frustrating. We also used to, back when at our previous place, we would unpack once it was parked in the storage. So it was yeah. like you did a drive, then you did this very strenuous then park. You unpacked. Then you had to do the whole unpack. Like, then you cleaned. Because yeah. there's a lot of cleaning that goes yeah. into oh, a yeah. summer of living, you know, tracking in dirt, tracking and everything. Yeah. It was, yeah. So there's a lot of cleaning that happens. So yeah, we were like in and out of the storage place in under 30 minutes today. Yeah, and it could have been even faster. It definitely could have been faster. We, last summer when we came in, we didn't know what we were doing because this was a new place to us. And this place is absolutely fabulous. And they, but they've got a system that they're used to. And they're just like, yeah, you know, it's fine. You don't have to make an appointment ahead of time. You don't have to tell us ahead of time. That made me really nervous. Yeah, like definitely. you just show up basically. You don't call ahead. You don't make, you know, tell them when you're going to start all that thing. You just show up and it's a big enough place that they, I guess, always have space. They're always like, oh yeah, we have space. So we show last year when we showed up, I remember being so exhausted. I think it was really hot. Yeah. And they were just like, okay, you're going in bulk and da da da. And I was like, ah, what does that mean? And yeah. They just kind of put us in this bulk area, which was fine, has been totally fine, no problems. But I didn't love being in bulk because they there aren't like designated spots. Yeah. And so they tend to pack them in pretty tight. And also the road was a little ripped up. So this time I was like, I'm going to ask for a numbered spot if they have it. Again, I didn't really know. We, you know, we're still relatively new at this place. And I asked, not expecting. And they were like, oh, yeah, no problem in this. So they like put us into a bigger spot closer in, basically a better spot. Yeah. And it was great. Like, I just felt more confident in every way, like, because we've been there, you know, a few times now. And so it's like, just to be able to ask for what I wanted, you know, I didn't feel like super psyched about our bulk spot. So it's like, I'm going to ask for a better spot. And so I did. And she was like, fine. And there was no upcharge or anything. And um, it all just worked really smoothly. We remembered to leave the keys. Yeah. Because we have a number of things, and I think this is just how it goes. I'm learning, you know, you're towing, (laughs) you tow your trail around, it bounces, you know, even as smooth as you try to be, it bounces, things jiggle, things break. Like we, you know, and, and I think you just have to roll that in like every year. You're either a fix it person yourself who fixes things, or you are going to have to expect to have three or four things fixed. It also... It's interesting because, you know, we had, uh, you know, a mobile RV guy come in Ogallala. Last night when we pulled into La Salle, Peru, the people that pulled in pretty much at the exact same time as us 
they went and asked the camp host, like, yeah. do you have a mobile RV guy? You know, I I would say at any, honestly, any time we are staying at a place where there's actually a check-in procedure. A lot of the yeah. state parks, there isn't a check-in procedure. There's somebody asking for a mobile RV, yeah. you know, like repair. And um, at yeah, any campground you go to that has like a printed brochure with a map, yeah. a lot of like KOAs have something, you know, or other similar campgrounds have like usually a printed kind of brochure that they give you, <coughs> excuse me, that um, always, I've always noticed that one of the ads is always for a yeah. mobile RV. And I it makes sense. Yeah. You run into trouble, what are you going to do? Like yeah. somebody has to come to you. Well, and you're, yeah, you're driving your house around. Yeah, like, and, and things happen. Things I mean, we, happen in houses that you're not driving around. I know. You know, people so. have to come to your house at your yeah. house, you know, like it's just how it works. But yeah, um, so we left our keys because we're going to have them do some work over. That's the other amazing thing about this storage place. They are also an RV repair. Yeah. And they will just tow your via, your trailer from where it's stored to their shop, do yeah, the work, it's all there. put it back. It's a dream, honestly. It is. It's one of those things where it's like we did it the hard way because we didn't know any other way. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, it's great. Uh, again, weirdly, I, it costs I've, less than the place it, we were Weirdly, before. it costs less. I read a ton of reviews because there were certain things I wanted after our old place, which our place was run by a really lovely couple but it didn't have any services. And so any time, which is every year, you need we needed some work done. We would have to go get it, hitch up, yeah. take it to a different place to get the work done, come back, back it into yeah. a nightmare spot. We had a really bad spot. So, yeah, not having to do all those. It was a dream. It just took... Here's the deal. The last day is always hard and emotional. Yeah. Because even if we're happy to be home. Um, it's still hard to let go yeah. of the trip. And also just transitions are hard anyway. Yeah. And then you throw kids into the mix and they can be even hard, you know, just a challenge for everybody. Yeah. You're navigating a lot of different emotions in a lot of different people that are manifesting in a lot of different ways. Yeah. So just to have it be easy was oh, really so like, good. it was like, I couldn't believe it. Like when she was like, oh yeah. And then gave me the number. I was like, what? That worked. <laughs> and then we're like, do we just leave it here? And they're like, oh yeah. And just, you know, so we unhitched and left it. And I mean, it's always hard to leave Evangeline, but I felt like she was in good hands. Yeah, totally. It does kind of feel like that. It's like, all right, they're watching over. Yeah. And then, uh. Yeah, then we then we came home. Then we came home and we were in just comically bad uh, traffic yeah. and um, construction. And then there were like two accidents. It was like a joke. It really was. I mean, we have talked on this podcast several times about how the last 10 miles somehow things go <laughs> sideways often. And you're like, no, I just, I'm almost there. Just leave me alone. I just want to get home. But this one was like from start to finish. You were driving, which was nice because yeah. I was like, oh man, this is a lot at the end. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it was bad, but it was at least like the worst of it, which was, this is um, on 294 um, 
out near O'Hare Airport here in Chicago, the Chicago area. Um, they are doing and have been doing for Forever. I don't even know how long. <laughs> massive. They're rebuilding these massive yeah. highways. Just... And so there is really epic construction. And then there was a broken down semi in one lane. So it yeah. was, you know, it was it was bad in that it was slow, but it was not bad in that it felt wild. No, everyone no. was driving like five miles an hour. Like I said to you, I was like, I kind of feel like I'm just boarding an endless ferry. Yeah, here. it you did know, it was feel like, like that. That very tight, like where you're waiting to pull up ten feet. Yeah, and, then... <laughs> and just you know, you're just in lane after lane of yeah nonstop cars moving very slowly. That's what getting on the ferry is like. But no, um, it wasn't scary or anything, no. and it like it. You know, at one point I was like, well, at least we're not towing right now because (laughs) like that's a different story. But um, it just made it seem like it was never going to end. Yeah. But then it did. And we came home and the most remarkable thing happened. Really surprising thing happened. We unloaded the car. Yeah. And then we put everything away. Like Right away. Right away. That never happens. No, a lot. Okay, sometimes it has taken us like two weeks. I mean, I will admit to the listening audience that there was a small box of stuff that the little one had packed that never got unpacked. Never. We found it again and then like brought it again because it was already packed. We're like, cool. This was. Oh, look at that. (laughs) These activity books you never did. (laughs) How about we bring them and you'll never do them again. Yeah, we never unpacked it from last year and found it again this year. So, But this time. This time, for whatever reason, we got in a little earlier than we thought, actually, in spite of everything, because everything was so smooth. And then um, we just got into the mode of unpacking yeah. it was Unpack great everything everything I did, i've already done all the laundry that's amazing and i think it's that like fresh perspective thing i like cleaned out some stuff i got rid of some stuff that you know when i was putting stuff away think old things yeah that we never use i was kind of clearing out a little bit not too much but for me it's good if i do that at all so <laughs> it's yeah. like I was like, whoa, I traveling really is remarkable in so many ways because you come back and you're like, this is a different time. This marks the turning into a new chapter. This is new. Yeah. So that feeling of like, how am I going to go from today forward is I love that feeling. You know, we're exhausted, but we're also like, okay, we're doing something new. And that's always fun yeah i do feel like this trip for some reason i i feel like i'm coming back with a lot of like this is how i want to take this this forward you know yeah you know like just little things like you know there's a bubble tea place in the in town that i am like I've always been curious to go there and I have never really bothered. And then like we were going by the bubble tea place that I stop in Iowa city. And I'm like, why is it that I will stop here? But not, <laughs> not at, at the home. one that's like five minutes away. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. You know, just like little things like that to like much bigger things. Like I, I feel like I, we, well, the pandemic burned me out of making food. Yeah. 
Um, and then this trip, I got real burned out of the like six things that we made the whole trip. And now I'm Definitely. like actually really excited to cook yeah. again, you know, like just for whatever reason that's, you know, it's come back that I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, you know what? Now we're here. We have like a setup to be able to cook. Like, let's cook. That sounds fun. I know. I don't know what it is, but I'm like cautiously optimistic at a time when there's so many things still really bad yeah. in this world. It's not like, oh, everything's great. No, no. Far <laughs> from it. Far from yeah. it. We all know that. But for whatever reason, this seemed to hit a reset button in me. Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, I don't know how long it'll last. But uh, for right now, I'm going to try to hold on to this energy and, and like you said, bring it forward. Like, okay, let's, let's see what we're going to do from here. But another remarkable thing happened. Yeah. Our house, a lot of times when we come back, is like, eh, okay. But this time, for whatever reason, I was like, oh, I like our house. Yeah. I mean, it always seems big, which is funny, because <laughs> we have a very small house. It's 960 square feet. It also always seems, feels really empty, which is funny, because it's not. It's not. It's not empty, and it's not big. But it feels like both of those yeah. things. The ceilings when we come back, the so tall. Ceilings, we do have kind of high ceilings, but they're not that high. I don't know. What are they? If, no. No, they're like nine or ten nine, feet. I don't know how yeah. high ceilings are. But I was like, the ceilings are so high. Yeah. It's funny because, yeah, and we talked about this, like when you're living in this tiny little space, um, you know, even a 960 square foot house for four people can feel big. <laughs> That will change. That's yes. the part that will change in like by tomorrow. But for one day, I was like, oh, okay. A lot of times I come home and I'm like, because uh, it's all closed up and kind of like, uh, uh, we need to do some work on this house. But today felt better. Yeah, it did. I mean, I will say we gave ourselves a real gift by cleaning, cleaning before we left. really hard before we left. I know. You know, and it showed like it was really clean. Yeah, that's the other Cleaner thing I normal. highly recommend is cleaning before yeah. you go on your trip, um, because when you get back, it makes a big difference. Yeah, it was really funny, though. There were just like there was a moment where everyone was walking around laying in each other's beds and being like, this is so comfortable. I know. Well, the little one was like so excited for his bed and um, he was like, well, let's check out my bed. It's comfy. And so the teen was laying in it and then he's like. Check, do you like my bed more than yours? And so it was like, you know, the three little yeah, <laughs> Goldilocks or something. We're like laying in each other's beds, talking about the comfort, talking about the pillows, because our pillow quality oh, is real bad in the trailer. We need to we need to get better pillows. But anyway, there is something nice about I mean, I think even if you get a nice mattress for a trailer, it's not gonna be anywhere near no. like an actually good bed. Yeah. But um who knows? They probably make high-end trailer mattresses. Yeah, we just don't have one. We're not buying them. We're not going <laughs> to buy one. But, um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a good re-entry. It really was. Which I'm very happy that that's the way it went because a lot of times the last day can completely fall apart. Yeah, like absolutely. I did, however, put in my calendar the wrong day that school starts for the little one. And it's actually two days later. <laughs> I mean, it's later, yeah. which is better than earlier. But I don't know how I did that. Uh, but we ran, we went on a walk and ran into 
the little one's best friend, which was like the best thing so ever. Cute. Seeing them recognize each so other. So cute and just like run towards each yeah. other was just the greatest. And I mean, just completely randomly. Just, yeah, they were walking. We went on a walk. They went on a walk and we just ran into them. And so that was fun. And talking to um, the mom, we were like, she was talking about the, the first day of school. And I was like, oh, but it's Monday. She's like, no, it's Wednesday. And we looked it so, up and we were like, oh, look at that. Not completely on the ball, but you know. But um, we're working it out. Yeah, we're working it out. Yeah. We are coming in with a good attitude, looking to make some changes. Yeah. It's going to be good. This was a good one. This was a good one. It you was put so much work into planning this trip. And it yeah. It was amazing. It is a lot of work to plan a trip. And I'm not saying that for any kind of sympathy. I'm just saying it is a, yeah. it's a big project that I'm happy to do and I'm lucky to do that I can do that. Um I really wanted it to be special because our teen is a senior now. He's yeah. going to start his senior year. He does start on Monday. This Monday. So anyway, got to live it up while we can. Thank you for doing it. You're welcome. Thank you for all that towing too. How many miles do you think we went? You know, I meant okay, to so add that up, but then I was the, too tired. This too. is the goofy thing. I logged every single gallon, gallon of gas, gas and the use, price and, and the amount of money that we spent. I'm terrified to add that up, by oh, the way. Oh, please never but, show yeah, me. I won't. I mean, just... But I did not <laughs> write down the odometer before we drove I know, away. I know, I know. And... Which, that is dumb. I mean, I have a rough guess, just because it's about a thousand miles to Colorado, then it's another thousand up to Seattle, right? So... I think it's more than a thousand. I mean, we're probably talking about 5,000 miles. I think it's between five and 6,000 miles. Yeah, we... But I, at some point, I want to kind of add it up and yeah. see, be curious. But anyway, it was a lot of miles. It was. And they were great. They were really great. Really great miles, this they trip. Were. Saw they some really, good stuff. They really, really were. We did see some good stuff. Speaking of um, some good stuff, <laughs> this isn't some good stuff at all. Oh, good. But it's making me laugh because... <laughs> um, we have that whole episode of Spider Island, you know? Oh, yeah. We came home to Spider Island. Holy cow. The spiders moved in. Here's yeah. the deal. I'm. We're lucky. Our house was in great shape. We had some friends checking on it and everything. Nothing, as far as we can tell, nothing bad happened. It looks great. Except for the spiders moved in. Like, everywhere. Oh, everywhere. But <laughs> everywhere. So there was a, there was a spider web. Our front door has a like a storm door in front of it. There was a spider web between the storm door and the front door. So it was funny today. It was just a matter of like everybody, ah, spider web. Oh, I had yeah. to clean out the fort for the little guy because there were spiders. The bathtub had a spider who had made a beautiful web in the bathtub. Uh, I felt bad. I was like, sorry, dude. The basement, which is where our laundry is, it's also where my workspace is. Uh, so I came down to check the basement and immediately there were so many spider webs <laughs> in the basement. Well, first of all, we have little web connected security cameras. And so 
and I get updates when the, when they register movement. And I will say that I've had a bit of a spoiler alert about the <laughs> level of Spider Island because the most registered camera is the cam in the basement. And almost every night I would get multiple video clips of spiders walking by the camera. You showed me one that was hilarious. It never stopped. It made it look giant. Yeah. And (laughs) so I came down here and I came walking to the laundry. By the time I reached the laundry, I was covered in spider webs. (laughs) I I had walked through hundreds of spider webs (laughs) and any little corner of the basement that I walked to, I'm now like swooping my hands in front of me because there are spider webs all over the basement. I mean, I get it. Nobody was here. Yeah. The spiders came in. They made, I mean. Apparently they, there was enough flies. I don't know. I get it. I don't it. know what they were eating, but they ate either. well. I don't either. But anyway, we're okay. We've cleared them away. Relocated them. Yeah. I didn't, I, I relocated the one that was in the bathtub. Well, that was nice of you. I felt, I felt kind of bad. He had a really nice they web. They worked and, hard. Yeah, they did. So They worked hard. Um. Anyway, that was the that was kind of funny about the spiders. But besides that, it seems to be going fine. Yeah, and we're settling in, and this is this, this is, is the end of another season. Yeah, thanks for coming along. Thank with us. you so much for listening. Yeah, it's been and fun talking to you every day. It's been really fun, and uh, you know we'll probably be back on the road next year. I hope so. I got to start. The little one was already like, where are we going next year? And I was like, ah. So I don't know yet. Maybe take a breath. Yeah. Then then start planning. But when we hit the road, we'll let you know. Yep. And we'll talk to you then. All right. Bye. Bye. Season four of The Hitch is recorded in the summer of 2022 in the back of Evangeline, our 27-foot Airstream trailer by Janice Dillard and Dan Sinker. Follow pictures of our travels and get in touch at Tin Can Evangeline on Instagram or send an email to Evangeline at thehitchpodcast.com. Please subscribe to The Hitch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen and leave us a review while you're there. I'm Dan Sinker. And I'm Janice Dillard. And, and we'll, we'll see you on, you on the road. road.